Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Now before we get started, let's do some shout-outs. August and Zinnia are big fans. August likes to listen on the way to school in the morning. I think if you two were characters in the podcast, you would be the protectors of the secret library, and you would protect the most ancient and powerful spellbooks from being stolen by baddies. Thanks for listening, August and Zinnia. And Marcella, Andrew, and even little Francesca, about to turn one year old, I think if you three were characters in the stories, you'd own a restaurant in Valleytown. And your specialty would be golden goofballs that you sprinkle with pollen from the rare golden daisies that only grow on the tops of trees in the southern swamps. Thanks for listening, Marcella, Andrew, and Francesca. Today's episode is titled Good Guy Pirates on Ice. Since the Good Guy Pirates defeated the Glitter Pirates, their territory had grown significantly. They now monitored and protected over 40 islands. The kids were always busy either going out on missions or figuring out where they were going next. Today, they found themselves bobbing up and down in some ocean, reading through newspapers, looking for leads. Oh, here's one, said Alex, scanning a newspaper from a nearby island. The Kingdom of Highbrow is looking for a group of bandits who stole a solid gold teddy bear from the royal family? Highbrow's too far away, noted Ben. And who cares about some golden teddy bear? Well, what about this one? Continued Alex. The snake hole dungeon has been plundered for its riches, and now the nearby residents fear the snake ghosts are going to haunt them. Well, maybe don't plunder the dungeon, and then you won't have to worry about snake ghosts, said Julian. What else you got? Alex flipped the newspaper pages and scanned the articles. Oh, here's one. A series of small, uninhabited islands have been turned to ice, he read. Turned to ice? How does an island get turned to ice? asked Julian. So what, now it's a glacier? Okay, it says here that four islands that were usually filled with jungle and beaches and regular island stuff are now just covered in ice and snow. These four islands don't have anyone living on them, but there are islands nearby that do, Alex read. If this continues to spread, then a whole island of people could get frozen. 
The kids all huddled behind Alex now, reading over his shoulder. Ben unfolded a map. Well, look here, th those four islands are just at the edge of our territory. If it continues, then more of the islands in our space will get frozen, he said. All right, frozen islands it is, said Alex. Lucas, now a toddler, heard the word frozen and piped up. Popsicles? No, Lucas, no, no popsicles, just a frozen place, said Alex. Popsicles? asked Lucas again. No, Lucas, no popsicles, no, said Ben. It's just like frozen plants and snow and stuff. Popsicles? Lucas persisted. Oh my gosh, fine, yes, we'll get some popsicles later, okay? Alex finally relented. Lucas smiled and toddled off to prepare for their trip to the frozen islands. The good guy pirates, Alex, Ben, Julian, and Lucas, had put themselves in charge of a huge swath of territory, covering hundreds of miles of open ocean and many islands. They did their best to protect the people within their territory from pirates and other stinkers up to no good. They arrived to the three frozen islands and saw that the newspaper article was correct. This is wild, said Ben, looking out over the water at the island in the distance. It's just all white. It's covered in snow. How is this possible? The brothers have sailed by these islands countless times before, and every time they were lush, green, covered in jungle, and surrounded by sandy beaches. But now a thick blanket of snow covered the islands, even the beach. They sailed around the islands before they got too close. These three islands were very close together, and even the water between them was frozen. All right, let's go in for a closer look, said Alex. They sailed the boat closer and closer until they didn't need their binoculars. They floated their boat as close as possible to gather clues. It doesn't make sense, because I'm still hot here on the boat, said Ben. But, but I feel the cold breeze coming from the islands there. So the cold must be coming from the islands then, suggested Julian. Maybe, maybe like underground or something? Popsicles, said Lucas. Popsicles later, said Julian. All right, well, let's go poke around on the island and see what we can figure out, said Alex. The boys all gathered their things, slinging on their adventure bags. Ben began lowering the rowboat to take them into the beach. Before they could get off of their ship, however, loud splashing sounds got their attention. Something was dropping in the water near the boat. They looked to the beach again and saw something incredible. Huge monsters made of ice. They were bigger than polar bears and covered in ice spikes. A few of them stood on the beach looking out to the boat. They bent down picked up big chunks of ice and frozen sand and threw them at the boat. The distance they were throwing these heavy pieces of ice was incredible. The boys immediately saw that these ice monsters were impossibly strong. Before they could react, more ice monsters stomped out from the frozen jungle and joined in the barrage. Giant chunks of ice and frozen jungle splashed into the water surrounding their ship and the boat rocked side to side. Turn away! said Alex. If one of those hits our ship, it could put a hole in it. The brothers adjusted the sails and their boat floated out of range. Soon the monsters all stomped back into the jungle. Okay, so there's ice monsters, said Julian matter-of-factly. 
How are we going to make land with those brutes peppering us with ice like that? If we get hit by one of those things, it'd flatten us. We pay a giant to throw our boat to the island, said two-year-old Lucas. Do you know any giants, Lucas? asked Ben. No, answered Lucas. Do you think giants are even real? asked Ben. No, said Lucas. Okay, then. Maybe the giant thing isn't such a good idea, said Ben. What if we just use our cannons to bust up the ice giants before we make land? Well, the giants would just hide in the jungle and then come back out when we get in our rowboat, said Alex. What about if we dress in ice monster costumes to fool the ice monsters and they'll let us on their island thinking we're one of them, said Ben. I think maybe sailing up in our good guy pirate's boat would give us away even if we were in ice monster costumes, said Julian. How about this? We build a catapult and put it right here on the deck of the ship, and then we each take turns getting in the catapult and launching ourselves over to the island. Julian's brothers initially looked at him like he was crazy, but the more they thought about it, the more they liked it. Honestly, I've always wanted to be launched out of a catapult, said Ben. Yeah, me too, said Alex. All right, we're going with the catapult idea. Let's get to work building one, and I think we'll also need some parachutes or something. The other brothers nodded, and they all scrambled around their ship, finding useful items in their quest to launch each other from a catapult. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and things to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.